0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
1: The Ledger Report is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Please go to MyPillow.com and enter LEDGER in the promo code box for up to 66% off. That's MyPillow.com and enter L-E-D-G-E-R in the promo code box. The Ledger Report is also brought to you by Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com forward slash ledger for a natural homeopathic way to relieve nagging chronic pain. Or call 833 425 7246. 833 425 7246 for Relief Factor Pain Relief. Thank you for supporting my pillow, Relief Factor, and the Ledger Report.
0: All right, Mr. News. Hit it! Next on The Ledger Report, America under attack. The Biden administration turning the entire United States into one giant sanctuary for illegals. Stand by. The doors to the newsroom are locked and the PC police are not getting in, so sit back and relax. As we unfold this edition of The Ledger Report.
1: There was a time. A time before cable. When the local anchorman reigned supreme. And in San Diego, one anchorman was more man than the rest. His name was Graham Ledger. Walls work. Walls work. Just ask Nancy Pelosi. She has a nice wall around her house. Now, the Biden administration has turned the border into the single greatest disaster in American history. And perhaps in world history, nobody's ever seen a border like this. Other countries don't have a border like this. Illegal border crossings are up over 1,000% from last year. Think of this. Think of this. For the last three months in a row, more illegal alien miners have arrived than any other month in United States history. This is the major pipeline for MS-13. These are the worst gang members, they say, anywhere in the world. They bring recruits to every state in our country. They run it like a business, but not with me. We were throwing them the hell out of here so fast. ICE, 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 the great patriots, tough people, ICE, and they've been disrespected. We can't have them disrespected. Border Patrol. Brandon's here someplace probably. where the hell is Brandon? He is so great. What a job he's done. Yes, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) ICE and Border Patrol. Overall, illegal youth arrives and arrivals are up nearly 500%. Think of that. And they're being resettled in cities and towns all across the United States at taxpayers' expense. And the people... In those cities and towns have no idea that they're coming
0: stop tape stop tape this is a crucial point that the president is making here and we can call donald trump the president and this video will never make it on youtube probably well for a multitude of reasons maybe it will but i don't really care i've been slapped around on youtube i've been deplatformed open up another account slapped around i've been put in jail i don't care I think Donald Trump is the legitimate president of the United States. There, I said it, okay? I said it, YouTube, Facebook. You can censor me all you want. I just don't believe that 80 million Americans voted for a lunatic who can't even utter a coherent, cogent statement. And the mainstream media is covering for this guy, doing stories about what flavor ice cream he's buying. Meantime, we have a cataclysm. We are under attack. This is war. Unfortunately, the real enemy aren't the people from Guatemala, aren't the people from El Salvador, aren't the people from Honduras, aren't the people from Mexico. The real enemy is inside the White House and in his administration. The so called 46th President of the United States, the illegitimate President of the United States, is allowing an all out attack. An assault on our sovereignty. And the former president, Donald Trump, hit the nail on the head. And that is these communities don't even know these people who are coming here illegally, who are apprehended at the border, given a ticket, and then released into our society when we know that 99% of them never appear in court for that ticket, for that hearing. So what happens? Well, they weave their way into the fabric of our society. Are they here to do good? Are they here to do bad? What kind of diseases did they bring with them? Are they going to assimilate or are they going to demand that their culture is superimposed on ours and eventually takes over our culture? This is not any kind of sane form of immigration, what's happening in our country right now. This is insanity. This is a blueprint for how to destroy a country from within. That is what is happening at the border. So why? Why would the Democrat Party, a.k.a. Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and company and these blue state governors like Newsom in California, welcome illegal immigrants into the United States and into their individual states? Why would they do that? They know it's illegal. They know there are laws against it. They know that declaring themselves a sanctuary goes against the very tenets of the United States Constitution. Why would they do it? Well, they know. They know what happens. There's two things going on here. They know that these people who immigrate here from these third world countries who don't really care about the United States, if they ever get a vote, legal or otherwise, they tend to vote overwhelmingly Democrat. That's number one. Number two, if you are a Marxist socialist, like AOC and the rest of them, Bernie Sanders, this is the blueprint to destroy the United States and our capitalist free market system. You flood it. You flood it until it collapses. We can't afford to pay for all of these illegals in this country who are going to get what? Free schools, free health care, free food, Free housing, on and on and on. And of course, it's not free. We know that. You are paying for it. I am paying for it. The American people are paying for all these, quote, free service. Yes, yet it goes on and on and on. It's going to break the camel's back at some point. Maybe it won't happen in our lifetime. But we are witnessing the slow de-evolution of this republic. And people say we're a nation of immigrants remember when people use that bs line on you this is not a nation of immigrants this is a nation with an individual border and culture and our border is under attack we have no border right now and that's why i say that this entire country is now a sanctuary for illegals that's what joe biden has created here you think about it these illegals are going to be ushered into states like texas that's a border state but interior states, p- perhaps, like Idaho. You want these illegals coming into Idaho? They do, why? Because they are already established the blueprint and Virginia, California are great examples, potentially New Mexico, and what's happening, unfortunately in Arizona, are great examples of how they turn a red state into a blue state, all for political benefit, all to have the Democrats remain in power, all to unfold their nefarious plan to destroy this republic. And yes, that is the battle here. So the battle isn't against these illegals from Honduras. And as Donald Trump pointed out, the illegal immigration count is up 1,000%. That's an incredible number since he was in office, 1,000%. And these so-called unaccompanied minors. I want to talk about that in a moment, but first I want to remind you this program is brought to you by MyPillow.com. Go to MyPillow.com, put L-E-D-G-E-R, Ledger, in the promo code box. You get up to 66% off. Also, it's brought to you by Relief Factor, ReliefFactor.com forward slash Ledger, or you can call 833-425-7246 for natural homeopathic relief from pain. You can go to GrahamLedger.com, And you can find links to both of these fine sponsors. I'm going to bring on one more sponsor I think you're really going to like. And it's very, very important. And we'll talk about that um, coming up very, very soon. But I I think it's one you want to keep your eye on and and definitely get involved. And remember, when you support these sponsors like Mike Lindell, you support Graham Ledger. This is the only way we keep going, folks. we got to stick together. And this is one way to do so. Also, when you go to GrahamLedger.com, you can answer the ledger register question which asks effectively will the arizona audit change the election results ultimately of the 2020 presidential race it's an audit that's ongoing we're going to get an update on that and pennsylvania is about to embark on one you got to applaud pennsylvania although i'd be applauding a little bit louder if they had listened to me back in september october of 2020 when i was begging them to do effectively what they're doing now back then And that is get control of their election system per the United States Constitution. Also, I want to remind you, my lovely T-shirts are available on the website GrahamLedger.com. This is the Ledger for Trump version, which seems to be a popular item. The other is just 4524. These are MAGA red shirts with white lettering, 4524 wore one to the gym the other day and, and got a lot of reaction. I decided I better not wear that to the gym anymore because I happen to work out in enemy territory. Doesn't mean I'm backing down. I just want to be left alone. I, I wear it proudly other places, but uh, at the gym, there are a lot of guys bigger than me. So I just want to, <laughs> I just want to be uh, left alone um, uh, working out. 51% latest poll from the Heavily biased Washington Post, of all places, 51% of all Americans despise, dislike, do not approve of what Joe Biden is doing along the southern border. Only 33% approve of what's going on. Headlines all over the place uh, regarding the mayhem that's going on along our border. Right now they're reporting on these panic attacks these children are having. Uh, Because they're all alone and they're being held together in this uh, migrant camps. And it's not exactly torture. It's not exactly a a situation where Mengele is is waiting to uh, do nasty and horrific anti-humane operations on them. They're just being held as they would in any kind of facility for young children. Big deal. But these kids from Honduras and Guatemala... And uh, El Salvador are apparently you know, having all kinds of anxiety. They're doing some self mutilation. Why not? You know, most of these kids, if if they're here for good reasons, good intentions, if you will, and I use air quotes with that, meaning their parents said, "Hey, go ahead and walk, or ride, or hitch, or pay a coyote to take you twenty five hundred miles." from Central America to the border for the reason of, at one point, bringing the rest of the family with you, which is not a good intention. It's a horrible intention. It destroys the very fabric of our republic. But what I'm trying to do is differentiate these under 18-year-olds versus the ones that are members of the gangs, the MS-13, and the president pointed that out as well. Can you tell me, when you look at these kids in these camps, which one is a member of MS-13 and which one is not? No, you can't. This is the whole point of a lawful, organized immigration system. You can't tell the difference between these kids just by looking at them. And they can walk up to anybody in Spanish, in our system, and say, oh, no, I'm not a member of a gang. I'm here because my mommy sent me to the border. By the way, this is an important point. These children are suffering. What kind of parent, what kind of good parent, I don't care your intentions, what kind of good parent would tell your 10-year-old, your 12-year-old, your 14-year-old, your 16-year-old to embark on a trek 2,500-plus miles alone or with other kids or with people you don't know? What kind of parent would do that? These people ought to be ashamed. In my opinion, what needs to happen with these kids, unaccompanied minors, as they're called, by the way, they're illegals. I don't care how old they are, they're illegals. So we'll call them young illegals. What needs to happen is they need to be reunited with their family south of the border, period. Put them on a bus, put them on a plane, and say to the parents, go do your job. And by the way, the parents ought to be held accountable in those countries. That we ought to recommend charges of child abuse. Every single one of those children that are suffering right now are not suffering, whether they're members of MS 13 or not members of MS 13, needs to be deported, needs to be reunified with their families in their originating countries, and those parents need to be brought up on child abuse charges. And if the the local municipality doesn't charge them, so be it. The bottom line is those kids need to be returned where they belong. Period. It's just common sense. It's just common sense. Yet we know what's happening. They're sent up as advanced scouts for their family. That's what this is. And then under chain migration, you know what's going to happen, right? The mom comes up, the dad comes up, if they can find the dad. and then Or, the, or an acting dad. And, and by the way, the parents, quote, that are accompanying these kids most of the time are not parents. They're just illegals that want to come in this country. They could be, say, they're from Mexico and the kid's from uh, El Salvador, Oh, yeah, they're my job. How can you prove they are? How can you prove it? It's chaos. It is an attack on our sovereignty. I cannot say this enough. We are at war. And again, the war is not with these under 18-year-olds at the border who are illegals. The war is not with the adult illegals who are infiltrating our republic. The war is with this administration that is promoting this illegal and unconstitutional activity, allowing them to violate our sovereignty and then allowing them to weave their way into our fabric of our society, never to be seen again, except, of course, when they want to recover their food stamps. It's very important we don't use the terms that the Marxists liberal, radical left uses. And I hear Fox News use this term all the time. I hear, of course, the mainstream media use it. They're not migrants. They are, by definition, illegals. You want to call them illegal aliens. You want to call them illegal immigrants. I don't even like illegal immigrants anymore. That's way too kind. You are an immigrant if you come here lawfully. Now, there was a time in the '80s when one of these groups came into my newsroom, and I was in San Diego as a lowly news writer back then. And it was one of these feel-good Hispanic so-called advancement groups, and they said you're not allowed to use the illegal alien anymore. That's mean. It's undocumented migrant or whatever they had us use. And so we had to type back when we had typewriters. We had to type undocumented immigrant. You know, you're assuming that they're an immigrant. You're assuming that they're here to do something good in this country when we know X amount are gang members and X amount are terrorists and they're gonna do bad so no they're not a migrant they're not an immigrant they are an illegal alien an illegal alien and we you need to use that term just like with Bruce Jenner Caitlyn Jenner he can call himself Caitlyn he's not a she ladies and gentlemen when you type on social media or what have you about Caitlyn Jenner, you've got to use the right pronoun. We have to protect our culture. This is part of our culture. It's part of the, the culture of humanity. We have to protect, protect the pronouns. I'm just amazed that you know, 10 years ago, if you had told me we were going to be having this conversation, I, I would have said, you're nuts. Would have said, you're nuts. Of course, 10 years ago, if you had told me that Donald Trump was going to be impeached twice, Baselessly, I'd say you're nuts. Ten years ago, if you told me that the entire republic was going to be shut down because of a virus that has an almost 99% survival rate, I would have said you're nuts. Yet here we are, 98.5 plus survival rate of the Wuhan coronavirus. And in California and other states, they're still talking about forcing children to wear masks at school. It is child abuse, ladies and gentlemen. And we must stand up and speak up against this lunacy, this anti-constitutional behavior, whether it's masks or at the border. We must stand up. You cannot be silent anymore. Even if you're happy in a red state somewhere and you're living a nice life, you cannot be silent here. Because as the president pointed out, these illegals could be headed for you. And the market I started out in for television is called the El Centro Yuma market. It's a combined market. El Centro is about as far east in California you can go, southeast in California you can go, it's in in Imperial County. It's in the El Centro sector of the Border Patrol. So we covered a lot of border issues. In fact, everywhere I've worked in mainstream television, there's always been uh, a lot of border patrol or INS presence, for whatever reason. I worked in three markets. El Centro, Monterey, Salinas, which has a lot of farm workers, and, of course, in in San Diego, which butts up against Tijuana and and the rest of Mexico and Baja California. But in in Yuma uh, and in El Centro, they're being attacked. They are under attack right now by waves and waves of illegals, and they're not just coming from Honduras and El Salvador and Guatemala. No, they're run-of-the-mill, illegal alien Mexicans. Roll tape.
1: A busy
2: 4th of July weekend for Yuma Border Patrol agents as they completed a total of 2,067 apprehensions. Agents found their largest group of 156 migrants on Monday entering west of the San Luis Port of Entry. On Tuesday, agents stopped a human smuggling attempt after four migrants were caught into a vehicle along Interstate 8 west of the Imperial Sand Dunes. Agents attempted to stop the vehicle, but the driver attempted to flee. The driver faces human smuggling charges, and as for the four Mexican nationals, agents will return them to Mexico under Title 42.
0: Stop tape. Okay, now, first of all, God bless this young lady who needs a lot of work. (laughs) Remember, this is a very small market, and I look that way. I was scared to death my first on tele- We didn't have a teleprompter either. I don't have a teleprompter here, but I've grown up a little bit. And I can function and work without a teleprompter. But, you know, when you're reading the news, you kind of need a teleprompter because there's things called facts in there and you want to get the facts uh, right. Uh, and I was scared to death. This young lady's got a little deer in the headlights going on. If she wants to call me, I'm not criticizing her. I would help her. I really would. And I would do it out of the kindness of my heart. You know, certain things you can do with the hair, certain things you do with the makeup, certain body positions and certain clothing that she should be wearing and what she's wearing she shouldn't be wearing just for example her hair needs to be a little bit different i would do and um, make her a little bit more snappy in her delivery and i think she can get the hell out of there like i did Uh, and we didn't have the internet back then but title 42 is important this is what the trump administration had been using. I think it's still being used, but it's in danger right now. The Biden administration is considering getting rid of it. Title 42 under the CDC. This, why do we even need this? It's just common sense. Uh, allows our agents at the border to turn people around immediately and deport them, sometimes within minutes. Get them the hell out of here uh, under the auspices of a communicable disease that's out there, a.k.a. COVID-19. Now, There's a disease out there uh, all the time. So we could be using this Title 42 365 days every year. In fact, we should. Why? Because we don't know what diseases these people are bringing into our country. We eradicated TB, ladies and gentlemen. We eradicated TB in this country about 10, 15, 20 years ago. All of a sudden, it's coming back. Why? Why is TB making a comeback? You know the answer. The answer is very simple. Illegal immigration. So we could use Title 42 every day. But you don't need Title 42. This is just common sense. And it is mayhem at the border. But listen to what this young lady was reporting. More than 2,000 apprehensions just over the 4th of July weekend alone. And those are the ones that they caught. Here's the question. And we'll ask this to my good friend Art Del Cueto. How many did they not catch? Joining me now is the president of the National Border Patrol Union stationed in Tucson, Arizona, Art Del Cueto. Art, you know, just a year ago, it's funny, maybe a little over a year ago, we were effectively popping champagne corks uh, on this program talking about how wonderful things were, apprehensions were down, the message was out, hey, you gotta come to this country lawfully, you know, the way the Constitution kinda wants you to. Now. You have reports like out of the Yuma sector in in uh, the Fourth of July weekend alone, more than 2000 apprehensions. Those are the ones that the agents were able to catch. It's amazing. Just these little blurbs we're hearing about here. And then people just want to go on with their lives. They don't realize the president, the former president, Donald Trump's trying to point out to Americans, hey, this is going to affect everyone. And in effect, the United States has become one giant border state.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's really crazy. First of all, thank you for having me on, Graham, as always. Uh, I'm the vice president of the National. I don't I don't want the uh, oh, president okay. to come after <laughs> me. But um, no, it, it is amazing. You know, a couple of weeks ago when the the numbers came out and it showed that there were up to a one million apprehensions. And I think under the last administration with President Trump was still in office, one million apprehensions, would would obviously be a lot but the difference would be those 1 million apprehensions would be individuals that were gonna be sent back to their country. Unfortunately right now, uh, out of those 1 million, not many are getting sent back and you hit the nail on the head. Those are just the people that are being apprehended, not the ones that are getting away. The gotaways are astronomical. Uh, I think that last I heard that there are over 250,000 gotaways for the year so far. Out of those 250,000 gotaways, Over 90,000 gotaways are out of Tucson's sector alone. So, uh, But the visual, the visual is obviously what's going on in Texas because you're seeing the apprehensions. But, uh, you know, you're 100% right. The gotaways are something that people need to be focusing on. It's going to be something that's going to truly hurt us in the future. You mentioned Yuma. Uh, Just last week, there was a group of over 100 that came through Yuma Uh, They breached a part of the fence and they started rocking uh, the agents that were there in that area. They started throwing rocks in order to get away. Mm -hmm. Uh, My understanding is a large majority of them got away. I believe only 18 were sent back and about 19 were apprehended. So close to 100 got away. Um, And that, again, people are going to come back and say, well, I thought the wall worked. The reality is you have so many agents that are being moved from the areas where they're supposed to be patrolling because they're taking care of all these unaccompanied juveniles, these families right. in area, you know, pretty much things that isn't part of their job description. And what happens is the cartels, the human smugglers, they take advantage of that. Yep. They see that there's less agents on the line. Therefore, they are start they're, they breach. Because when you're looking at breaching a wall or the fencing, that means somebody was there for hours cutting that fence. Uh, And because they just know that the agents are, you know, overworked and, you know, all the facilities are over capacity.
0: Yep. Um, Now, this uh, report out of Yuma also mentioned Title 42. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but for folks who don't know, effectively Title 42 is a CDC code. It allows the United States to deport a person almost immediately in some cases, uh, because there's a, a risk that they could be spreading a disease, and we're in a, you know, a national situation with, with COVID. Uh, frankly, Art, I think Title 42 should be used all the time by the Border Patrol, because we know that they're bringing with them in many cases, not all, but who knows what the percentage is, bringing with them diseases uh, that we once eradicated in this country, like tuberculosis
2: right no you you're, you're 100% on you know when when you get rid of title 42 it's going to be the equivalent of you removing all your doors and windows from your home yeah. and, and hoping nothing affects you that's how bad it's going to be if title 42 is removed and, and it is absolutely something that uh, should always have been used because Even when you look at both sides of the aisle, when they've spoken about what is a true asylum claim and what is not a true asylum claim, statistically, they're saying only 6% of the people that are claiming asylum are actually an asylum claim. So, you know, to just, you know, open the doors and just say whatever, I mean, that's, we're waving the white flag at that point.
0: And they're taking advantage of the system. There's no doubt about it. And especially sending these, excuse me, uh, they're especially sending these children up. For a 2,000, 2,500 mile journey, it is, to me, it's absolute child abuse. But you mentioned um, parts of the border that that have uh, fencing the wall, if you want to call it that. It's spotty. There's there's fencing in certain parts. You're in the um, Tucson sector. If we work toward the west, toward the water, then there's the Yuma sector, then there's right. the El Centro sector, and then there's the San Diego sector, not... Not all of that is protected by double-layer fencing. For example, in San Diego, um, way back in 1994, under Bill Clinton, of all people, under Operation Gatekeeper, they came up with the first double-layer fencing along the border uh, between T.J. and San Diego, and it brought illegal immigration in that portion of that sector almost to zero and so can you compare and contrast what it's like when there is a portion of the border that does have this double layer? F- and by the way, I drove down uh, into TJ into Rosarito about a month ago, and it's a beautiful thing. This double layer fencing is just right. beautiful. You guys can put the double layer allows you to patrol in between the layers, light it up. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing that all Americans should see. It's a secure southern border, but the the point that I'm trying to make here is not all of the southern border is secure like that.
2: Well, you, you, you're you making a great point back in the 90s when that double layer fencing was put out there in uh, the California area. You know, the numbers dropped significantly. And, and just to give people an idea, you said, you know, I'm out here in the Tucson sector. We have a, an area in the Tucson sector that's called the Tohono O'odham Reservation. And it's it's a Native American reservation. And a lot of the fencing is very Limited a lot of what you can use as far as you know high tech equipment is limited in that area because the, the the individuals that live on the nation don't want it to be used right. and just back during the Obama administration that that funnel area in in Tucson sector was responsible for over forty percent of all the drug seizures in the entire country mm. now moving forward where, where we're at right now that same funnel area is responsible for close to one-third of all the Godaways in the entire area. Mm. Uh, and, and that is what, you know, I mean, people need to start cracking down. And, and I know I sound like a broken record, uh, but these Godaway numbers is something that people got to stop ignoring because that's what's really going to hurt us. If you're looking at the immigration situation right now, and you're able to cross into the US illegally and you're getting uh, you know, time to be released here and wait for your court date. Of course, we've mentioned those people don't show up. But now you have a fraction of people that are coming in. They don't want to be arrested. They don't want to be caught and they're getting away. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the people that have serious, serious criminal backgrounds, and people need to start making themselves aware of that.
0: And who knows if they have COVID or any other kind of communicable disease, as well as weapons. And who knows that they're terrorists? That's the whole point of uh, a legal, orderly immigration system that uh, we, apparently we don't have at uh, this moment in time. Real quick, Art, I'm almost out of time here. What's the morale of the troops, uh, knowing that they're... <laughs> they transitioned from a president who was supporting them to a president that says back off and, and you're just going to be overwhelmed.
2: I, I think that uh, honestly, the morale is low in, in all law enforcement across the country, because I don't think we have an administration right now that backs up law and order to begin with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Art, if, if folks are um, irritated at the very least by this, irate hopefully uh, at the very most by our conversation and what's going along on along the Southern border, what is their best recourse I mean, do they, they don't maybe they can contact you and say, hey, keep doing a great job. And that's wonderful. But what is their best recourse to try and bring an end to this thing other than voting in 2022 and 2024?
2: I mean, that's what it comes down to. It's going to come down to, you know, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I've said it many times before. At the end of the, of the day, border security affects everyone. Uh, I, I'll say it too. i blue in the face. You know, illegal is not a race. People need to stop making it a race issue. And people need to understand that, you know, when you live in a country, uh, you need to make sure that your country is first. I mean, what a crazy concept, taking care of yourself before you take care of other people. And, and right now, people need to really be aware of what politicians actually care to take care of Americans.
0: Art, God bless you. Keep up the great work and keep us informed, please. Thank you for having me. Also alarming about this entire equation that's going on down along the border, there are entities within this republic, within this country, that are aiding and abetting this criminal activity. And make no mistake, it is criminal activity to violate our sovereignty. I don't care the reason. I don't care if you call yourself a refugee or a coyote or a terrorist. It is criminal activity to violate our sovereignty, to violate our federal law. That's what all illegals are. All illegals are criminals, by definition. But we have entities within this country that are aiding and abetting these criminals. For example, and maybe the biggest one, is Catholic Charities. And I have reached out to various priests. I have reached out to the Archbishop of San Francisco, I'd go to the Pope. I don't care. I want them on my program to justify destroying this country in order to advance the ideals of what exactly? Fairness? Equality? Doing God's work? Doing what Jesus would do? No, I'll tell you what Jesus would do in this situation. Christ would say effectively, you need to fix, of course he would put it in his Um, much better terms than I, but he would say effectively, fix your own house. Don't bring your problems to somebody else's house. That's what he would say. And so here we have the Catholic Church violating that very simple tenet, that very simple Christian norm that you need to fix your family. And if your family is broken, you need to do something to fix it and use God as your guide. But don't foist your problems on someone else. Individual salvation is tied, which is part, you know the mainstay of Christianity. Individual salvation is inexorably tied to individual liberty in this republic. And the Catholic Church sanctioning Catholic charities is destroying both by aiding and abetting. And I bring this up because, number one, if there's a priest out there who would like to come on this program and explain this to me, whatever side you take on this, you're for it, you're against it, I would love to hear from you, number one. Number two, don't give a dime to Catholic charities. They are destroying your republic. They are destroying Your freedom. They are helping Joe Biden in his war against America and his attempt to turn the entire United States into one giant sanctuary for illegals. This edition of the Ledger Report is on its way. The Archives, Library of Congress. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I'm Graham Ledger. And remember, even when I'm wrong, I'm right.